0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Cannot believe I am uh, delayed again. This life, this life, this life is full of so many things. It's distracting, it's noisy, there's a lot happening. I um, have been really struggling with the concept of narcissism for a long time. One, I get concerned over general levels of narcissism in myself, which... I'm struggling with whether that's a good or a bad thing. I mean, we're kind of trained to look after yourself and do things for you and fight for yourself. Um, But then at the same time, you know, when you deal with a narcissist or someone who is going to take advantage of you and use you and suck you dry like a vampire for anything they get from you, um, it begs the question of whether or not looking after yourself in that context is the correct thing. Does that make sense? I mean, I don't know if it does. It isn't narcissism if you are just looking after your well-being, right? you got to eat. you got to have shelter. You've got to, you know, put that <laughs> roof over the house. you got to take care of your family. So you have to make decisions that push you down a path where by those decisions in themselves are to your own benefit. It's an interesting problem that we all face every day. What is the right decision? Now, for those of us that uh, couldn't give two shits about anybody else, maybe that's narcissism. Maybe you have a narcissistic personality, and one of which whereby you cannot see beyond your own little world. And therefore, uh, that is life. But for those of us that uh, cannot do that, and will not do that, and care too much about everything kind of beyond the fold of your own well-being... Um, tend to think about the other people involved in a situation who who will be affected by your decisions, the ripple in the pond and the way that the waves move away from you towards everything around you. It may not be the first person that hits, but it could be the second or the third. Your decisions have a consequence. What you do and how you act make a difference in your life and the people around you and their lives. Um, I spent four hours having a conversation, if not longer, with... Uh, Three people yesterday just sitting there shooting the shit. And, you know, so many things come up when you're just venturing mentally uh, away from yourself and and kind of basking in others' uh, realities and what they think and how they see the world working. And it was neat. It was nice. And time flew. It was better than a movie. But I think the the reality of the world that we face, which, you know, is something that I struggle with, is the amplification that we now have in our lives where you can hide out and do what you got to do behind a keyboard or on the other end of your phone or on the other end of the internet or from a dark hidey hole in a cave somewhere and you can do whatever the fuck you want to serve yourself to get what you want out of it and then you can build your biases and you can do what you got to do like a fortress to make sure you're right so that whatever you're doing is okay and objectionally exactly where it needs to be for you to be all right with it. You know, so many things came up the other day that uh, yesterday that kind of struck me as parts of the puzzle, the things that I'm putting together. You know, your biases have a big impact on who you are. Your inability to change your perspective or change your mind or your ability to do so helps define who you are as a person, your ability to listen, your ability to be wrong. All these things matter. They formulate into a much bigger picture uh, scenario whereby you have an effective amount of tools to live a life, a life. Not the life. I don't think there's such a thing, but there's a life we all get to live, and that is what we are fighting for, to live a life. <clears throat> one that has comforts, one that is, uh, full of happiness and joy. You know, you can have your shit days. You're going to go up and down. Life's a fucking yo-yo, but whatever. Who gives a shit about that? You know, if you're well-equipped, you're going to bounce back. That's what, how, that's how it works. Right. And don't get me wrong. I've had my fair share of shit days where I struggle to get back up. But I mean, far out, I'm still get back up. You know, we all have to, you know, it's our job. You know, the people around us, you know, need us to show us, show them that we can guide them. We can be, you know, show them on the the journey exists and anyone and everyone who's willing to talk about it and share it with other people and engage and put the effort in can show you that life is up and down. And it's a journey. You know, it's not the destination. You know, a big example of that, again, I know I'm not detracting from narcissism. I'm going to come back around to it. But you know, as you know, that last podcast of unplug, of unplug yourself that I did with my wife about the miscarriage. You know, people came. You know, I, I, th- this isn't a slight. Or this isn't a negative. But people came out of the woodwork. Everybody, you know, was like, "Oh, you know, this is you know, it's great that you did this. Uh, oh, you know, really feeling for you guys. You know, and it's fantastic. Um, that sort of stuff is, you know, again, the bonus of being honest. I believe, and and sharing your life and taking people on your journey and telling a story. You know, and those stories are relatable. I mean, I actually said this yesterday that we've lost the art of storytelling. We don't know how to tell stories anymore. You know, all we do is, you know, capture moments and pretty much we're not even there. You know, uh, and I know this feels, again, I'm going to use a very modern term, boomer-esque which has been insane because my sons have been calling me a boomer for like a whole day saying, okay, boomer to me, and I don't even think they get it. But anyways, the, the point being that, you know, like you, know, you go to a concert or you go to an event or you go to a wedding. I mean, prime example, a wedding, right? People say, don't bring your phones anymore. Or they don't say, please don't put any of these pictures on the internet. Because people would rather live through the idea that they captured the moment and said they did it with proof than to use their inbuilt camera technology with recording technology, which is their eyes and their brain, to be present in the moment and be part of it. It is an overwhelming thing. And the amplification that we now have in our hands that is connected to the invisible cloud that has wired us together like the Matrix is one of those things whereby we can't help ourselves. An argument was presented to me the other day whereby that was the case. This is now uh, you know, uh, irreversible, the way at which we are. And I am completely uh, taking this down a path that is my own. It was in a very specific way that it was presented to me, but it, the, the concept of being, you know, we're so far along the path of where we are that it's irreversible was quite astounding to think about. And, you know, I don't know if I agree specifically but the thing that I understand about where we are as a human race currently is that everything comes from a macro level, almost uh, blind narcissistic perspective. I don't believe that society understands the level of apathetic narcissism that they have. That they don't even, they can't even begin to understand the impact of what is being done to them via these devices with respect to uncontrolled use and feedback engines whereby all you're getting is you know that sort of like and all that sort of stuff to tell you you're good and you've done the right things combine that with the idea that you can find any cohort you want on the internet that agrees with you and you now can pick and choose your friends and and get rid of people that disagree with you and you can create worlds whereby you are justifiably correct It's very difficult without the internet to live an isolated life, right? If you were, uh, say, a hundred years ago, if you got ostracized from your local community or society, you'd be fucked. And we've all seen those movies, and they suck. Those people really have a hard time, right? And in history, when people get ostracized or uh, kicked out of the kingdom, exiled, that was the ultimate punishment, right? No community, to live alone, to be isolated. That is no longer the case. We have the internet, we have the social medias, we've got all the things and you can go and lie your ass off and create a world that exists to you in order to make it okay to feel the way that you want to feel. Now, I don't say everybody does this and I've gone down a path. but I'm very specific and stereotyping. It's got all the things that would, you know, be arguable from any perspective whatsoever. But this is just my view. The way that I see things. And the way that I see things, and it's a pa- it's based on a pattern of behavior that continues to exist from more and more people. And, you know, I'm not saying people are even wrong. I'm just saying people are blind. They don't realize it. Um And that slippery slope that we live in now is truly forming narcissistic habits, you know. People can't merge in a merge lane, and it begs the question as to why you can't let one person in. What is that, where is that, where is that coming from? Why are you so angry that you need to almost have a financial insurable moment in order to ensure that you don't lose one spot in some traffic? Um, You know, what is that? And to me, and this is one of the areas where I believe that I've become more aware of my narcissism, is, is that why do I even get angry for that? Now I have the, the rule, I always let one person in. I get shitty when two people do it, and fair enough, I get a little bit shitty when people make stupid mistakes in cars. That's more to do with the fact that I don't like it when, my, when I'm put at risk because other people can't fucking make the right decision. But then it's like, well, what's their shit? What shit is going on with them? What is their problem? Right. And so then I start to unpack it more in my mind. and I'm like, well, far out this narcissism that exists on the planet now where my shit's more important than anybody else's. I almost blind to it. And I don't even think of anybody else. is just unbelievable. You know, uh, I was at an event on the weekend and, you know, it's a spectating event, standing room only. It's a very tight quarters. You're standing within, you know, uh, you know, a meter of a barrier. Uh, there are other people in front of you. Uh, you know, and then someone who's taller than you just walks right up in front of you, stands in front of you, blocks your view. No, excuse me. No, I'm sorry. But it was a 50 50 because the person who also stood, a separate person who didn't know that other person, stood next to him. And she turned in, she turned around, she looked up at me. She was Oh, is it okay if I stand here? I said, I said, It's absolutely fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, she goes, It's okay because I'm really short. And I said, Well, that's besides the point. You know, for me, it was the fact that she engaged with me. She asked if it was okay. You know, it's the small things that matter. I'm not going to get engaged at that. But, you know, forget, take the contrast. Another person walks in. What was their shit? What shit was going on with them where they couldn't even turn around and ask? I mean, it's not like it's a big deal. going you just say, sorry, I just want to see my friend do this thing. Oh, completely excusable. We understand. We're just spectating strangers. So, you know, it's, it's become a thing where you don't even need to think of anybody else anymore you just need to take care of whatever that urge that immediacy that you need filling filled and if we wind this back you know this is a you know as a society this has become easier to do because we are the I was not going to get it wrong because I never really cared about it, but that Twitter 143 character problem, you know, or that we are now only live in headlines. We don't even read articles because the headline is clickbaitable and and our attention spans are fucking goldfish level. You know, everything has to be immediate. The immediacy problem is something that, you know, we are living with. So whether you know it or not, or whether you're willing to admit it or not, narcissism exists in society at a greater level and in a greater level within yourself than you may have ever even understood. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I mean, truly taking advantage of people from your own narcissistic behavioral perspective is horrid, and I am absolutely against that. But whether or not the bar has been raised so high that we have no choice but to be narcissists is the scariest thing I've ever thought about in my life, and I only just thought of it now because I'm combining it with the other side of the conversation, which is maybe it is this aspirational cheater level where everything is so ridiculously out of reach now that you have to be this way to participate. It just boggles my mind that we could live in a world where no one is willing to stand up and say that that's not okay and and just unpack it and rewind it. So my food for thought is, people, know your maker because your maker... You know, maybe a religious thing, but ultimately, if you've got a phone connected to you and you've got the Internet in your house, it's corporate greed. It's a bigger monster. It's controlling what you're doing. And I know this is tinfoil hat again, but you need to think about what's happening here. You know, worlds can be created to make you happy at the click of a finger these days. It's an algorithm. It's a thing that is generated based on what you're doing, both on Facebook and Instagram, in your WhatsApp, in your email, in your text messages, in anything that has scrapable data, you are now being watched by every single thing. And that is because you don't read your terms and conditions and you blindly give away your permission. So, you know, if you don't know what that means, then good luck. I hope you make it. But for those of us that will understand it or willing to understand it or willing to ask, what should I do to be better at this? um, You know, you got a little bit of a shot, but the best thing you can do is regulate that internet people and what you are consuming off of it. Connect with the humans around you and invest in those people because that's authentic and be your true self. Because your true self is better for anybody who's watching than the fake self you're putting on the internet if that's what your game is. Uh, with that, that's food for thought. I, uh, done nine of these now. This is the ninth one. Uh, enjoying these ones. It's, uh, this is what I do on a regular basis is ponder the world and ponder what I'm getting going through and what others are going through. And, you know, I'm a bit of a, of a feedback machine. So if you've got ideas for food for thought, or if you're interested in hearing me cover a topic or want to know what I think about a certain thing, um, do send me a message. I'm sure there's many ways you can get in contact with me. I've said those and they're definitely in the show notes. Um, If not, and you just thought of it and you're not willing to tell me, good for you. I would challenge you to step out of your comfort zone and send it to me uh, because, you know, hey, creating content's a tough game. Uh, Like I said, these ones are easy. The hard ones are the interviews. Uh, But outside of that, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Shout out to this growing U.S. group of people that continue to keep listening. I don't know necessarily who you are from the States that's listening to my podcast because I live in Australia. Um, But hey, thanks. And uh, I think it's really awesome that you guys are listening. Uh, But with that, I'm out. And I hope you guys have a great day. Enjoy your lives. Step back from the monster. And think about who you are as people and how you make other people better. Peace out.